Okay, I will be talking about the gender transformative uh, paper, engaging beyond beyond gender and uh, development, engaging with constraining norms through gender transformative approaches. And these are all the co-authors from different centers. Uh, so um, the the importance of gender transformative uh, approaches lies in the fact that we are uh, uh, really lagging behind in terms of achieving gender equality, uh, particularly with regard to SDG 5. So uh, according to Global Gender Gap Index, uh, we, it's going to take 170 years to achieve gender equality. So we are in trouble. Uh, by 2030, we will not be able to achieve our goals if we keep going the way we are going. Uh, so the gender transformative approaches offers a more or less a solution to this issue. In particular, we focus on structural barriers to gender inequality, and we focus on gender norms, because gender norms are both fundamental drivers of gender practices, and as such, they can be used as leverage points to achieve and enhance uh, gender equality. So the gender transformative approaches uses a combination of participatory research tools with participants to lead them into a social change process towards more uh, better gender uh, equality. So why are they important? Uh, many colleagues have already mentioned from the different papers that existing empowerment approaches, I'll, I'll talk about ones which were not mentioned, they essentialize women, for example, into being keen on in, in the environment, and by doing so, they engage women in uh, tree planting projects, which increases their workloads. And um, uh, this is not empowering to country, it's disempowering. Uh, and also because they uh, challenge gender norms in a very safe environment, very participatory environment. So I'm going to give a few examples from the CGIR. I just want to mention that gender transformative approaches were pioneered by the health sector. So a few examples, uh, particularly from the WordFish program. Uh, uh, the, the, issue, the, the way it was used in agriculture is that the technical, techno tec technological part was used as an entry point to uh, challenge and change uh, the harmful gender norms. For example, in, uh, in Zambia, sorry, the second example is from the Zambia. Uh, innovation engaging with the community at both the household level and at the community level. It led to increasing women's participation in fishing, and also uh, it, it led to women's increased participation in decision making with regards to income generated from fish processing, and also it increased reporting of jo uh, joint ownership of uh, uh, fishing net uh, as opposed to uh, alone ownership. So the way forward, there are still uh, gaps uh, to two critical areas. First of all, strategies um, with regards to strategies and linking them to outcomes, and also engaging uh, at scale. Uh, so uh, uh, enacting lasting substantive transformation towards gender equality involves transformation of gender barriers on multiple scales. Uh, so some of the research questions that we, we have is how, why, and in what direction does transformation at one scale affect another, and there's not much focus at the policy level. Uh, so mostly the focus is at the, right now, the research that has already done is at the community and the household level. What, what motivates and enables or deters and limits public, civil, or private actors to catalyze and gender transformative change? 
And how can an organizations interested in catalyzing gender transformative approaches change themselves and transition to and maintain internal gender equality cultures and systems as a foundation for catalyzing system change? Because if the organization itself is not uh, uh, gender equitable, then it's going to be very difficult for them to deliver on gender transformative approaches. And that's it. Thank you.